Gentlemen, the word patriarch has a lot of negative connotations today that it didn't always have. But I want to talk today about how you can become a proud patriarch. A man that can embrace his leadership and his masculinity. That's what we're talking about today on the Manlyhood Mancast. You can be a man of courage, of honor, of integrity. You can be the father, the husband, the leader that your family and your community needs. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Here's your host, Josh Hatcher. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Manlyhood Mancast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher. Listen, if you want to grow and level up as a man, I just want to invite you to our private Facebook group called the Manlyhood Man Cave. It's for men only. It's a safe place. I know the word safe place and safe space has a lot of weird connotations, but it's not like that, I promise. But it's a place where men can connect with other men and have great communications and encourage each other. We've got uh, quite a few guys there from all different walks of life, and we might even disagree on some things, but we agree on a lot of other things, especially how we can become better men together. So I want to invite you to that Facebook group. It's free. Yeah, we've got some paid stuff that we're uh, putting together, some opportunities for you to grow even more than what you're going to do from the podcast and the, the private Facebook group. And I want you to be a part of those things. Uh, so we'll invite you to that as well. But for now, just join that. I'd love to see you there. And one more thing before we get into the meat and potatoes of our podcast here in a minute. Let me tell you about our Manlyhood Apothecary Dirty Beard Oil. Uh, it's a CBD-based oil that's good for promoting hair growth, and it has some essential oils in it that are actually have antibacterial properties like cinnamon and lemon and peppermint and uh, rosemary. So keeps your beard clean. It's put together by our friends at Hemp Mafia, and um, yeah, this is a limited run. If this goes well, this might be a product that we offer. Uh, but I want you to try it out. So head over to manlyhood.com slash store and check out our dirty beard oil. All right, guys, we'll get right into our podcast after this. You know, guys, when I was growing up, even in like the feminism soaked 1980s, the word patriarch had a sense of honor about it. You know, when you hear the word patriarch today, you're hearing a complete different picture. You hear patriarchy, and they want to smash the patriarchy because it treats women badly and it's full of toxic masculinity. Like, it seems so foreign to me because when I heard the word patriarch, there was a sense of honor about it when I was growing up. You know, my father was the leader of our home. He and my mother led together, but he was the, the guy in charge. And I saw, you know, looking at history, the founding fathers might be called patriarchs. You know, the people that signed the Declaration of Independence and started and fought for our country at the very beginning. We would see that kind of a patriarch as a noble thing. And, you know, I think of Sunday school class and learning about learning about the word patriarch to describe the biblical heroes like Abraham and Jacob and Moses and Joseph and those guys. And 
like I said, you hear the word today and it's always surrounded by negativity and sometimes outright hatred. And I'm not saying that it's all completely wrong. I mean, some of the reasons that they're upset about it is men haven't always done the best job. We haven't always been kind and gentle in a way to our families. It is right you know, there's been some abuse. There's been some things that are real legitimate issues that we can't ignore, but I don't think that that means that we need to tear all men down or create this idea that men who lead are bad or wrong. So how can we reclaim the word patriarchy? That's what I want to do. I want to reclaim that word because I don't think it's a bad word. I don't know. I think it's a common thing today for words to be rewritten and have their connotation and definitions changed. We see this a lot with a lot of things, but the very definition of patriarchy is about the leadership of a father. That's what, what it is over time. That definition again has morphed to imply the exclusion of females. You know, the idea that if there's a patriarchy, there can't be a matriarchy. Well, I disagree with that. I, I understand that culturally, yes, some people think that it might be unfair that the father's name is what's passed down. You know, my girls were born and my sons were born and they took my last name because my wife took my last name when she married me. And yes, that's an old tradition. And it's not necessarily wrong to have a hyphenate name if they, you choose to do that or for children to, you know, for whatever reason, maybe not pass down the father's name. It's not necessarily a wrong thing, but there's a tradition there. And there's, it doesn't mean that it's, that's a bad thing. It can be a very good thing. I also understand that, again, sometimes men don't step into their role properly. You know, sometimes men are acting out of a privilege rather than responsibility. And sometimes they do exclude women when they shouldn't. I've seen this a lot. But I think that the response to patriarchy that is being expressed today just kind of tosses all of the sense out the window. You know, there's, you don't have to tear down one thing to build up another. I mean, we see this with just about every issue today. We see it with race. We see it with gender. We see it with uh, sexual preference. We see it with financial status, just this concept and this idea that uh, if something's in power, it has to be torn down to make space for or to build up something else. And I don't think that's how this works. I think that when something is bad and wrong, it should be corrected. So if there are men who've behaved poorly, who haven't been fair to women, then those men need to be corrected. It may be taken out of their positions of power, but I don't think that that means that we have to take this position that no men should be in power and only women should be in power or that we should strive to to have quote unquote equity for equity's sake. Anyway, I think that to tear down male leadership just because some men are bad is the wrong mindset entirely. Leadership can be shared. You know, in my home, I lead and my wife leads and we lead together. We have a patriarchy and a matriarchy and we find a way to make that work. I think that's the very nature of every relationship. 
You know, I, I, I think this idea that she ha- she must bow to me because I'm the man is kind of dumb. So I don't make that happen. And she doesn't think that she has to boss me around just because she's the woman. No, we lead together. <laughs> and we also embrace fully what it means to be a man and what it means to be a woman. And we lead from that place. That's what I think matriarchy and patriarchy are meant to be. Fully embracing who you are as a man or as a woman and then leading from that place. I want to encourage you, don't let yourself get browbeat. I actually think that critical theory and communist philosophy, Marxism, has a lot to do with the driving factors of this kind of amplified version of feminism, maybe the third wave of it or whatever they call this. And I think that it believes that tearing down power structures are how we can effectively bring equity to the world. But the problem is that doesn't offer a good solution to the power vacuum that gets created. So then you basically will have an endless cycle of one person seeing another as marginalized and then tearing down power to make room for the marginalized. And now the marginalized is becomes a new elite ruling class. And then they get more power and then they must be torn down and replaced with a new elite ruling class of marginalized people. That's not how we get equality or equity or whatever it is that you're trying to get. I understand the need to pull down corruption and to pull down uh, power that's being used improperly. We should hold that accountable. I agree with that concept that Marxism proposes. The problem is, what really needs to guide it is individual freedom and personal responsibility and right and wrong and a moral code. What they're doing is just tearing stuff down. There's no real solutions there. And if you ever question it, if you ever think, well, maybe, maybe communism isn't so bad. All you've got to do is look at history and see every place that it's worked. Tell me all the places that communism has worked. And if you can make me a good, a good list of that, maybe I'll listen to you but I'm pretty sure that everywhere that they've done it, they basically just murdered people and screwed up economies. The only places that it's even close to work, close to work to have lasted for a long time, but they've been oppressive regimes that find weak people and make them basically serve as slaves. Think of communist China, for example. What does that have to do with patriarchy? Well, It has to do with what our current culture's view of that word means and who's fueling that word. People who believe that power must all just be pulled down because it doesn't properly spread equity out. The problem is, if you follow that philosophy through to the end, it's no better. It doesn't offer a solution. The truth is men don't have to be knocked down a peg in order to level the playing field. Instead of tearing a man down because a woman should lead, how about we find a way to work together? Men do need to make some room for women. You know, don't don't not hire someone that's capable of the job just because she's a female. If she's capable of the job, hire her. But that doesn't mean that we can't lead. It does mean that we both have to respect each other, though. 
you know, the media, social media, and everybody else out there just wants to browbeat everybody into thinking that you can't lead because you're a man, and it's bad for men to lead because men have done bad things. That's the exact same philosophy that they're claiming to be fighting against. So don't buy into that. The thing about leadership that a lot of people don't understand is that leadership is not about privilege, but about responsibility. You know, a father leading his family doesn't get to eat first at the table because he's the king. You know, I've, I've heard of that philosophy and, you know, people say that, well, I, you know, I'm the man of the home and I eat first because I'm the king. No, like leadership is making sure your family eats. And if it means that you get a little less food so that they can eat, then you should do that. Leadership is about responsibility and service. And so if patriarchy is male leadership, then patriarchy is supposed to be about responsibility and service. I believe that everybody is in a position of leadership. Whether you have a title, whether you think anybody is following you or not, we all have influence. That's what leadership is, influence. I think that people mistake it for power. Sometimes there's power involved. Sometimes there's not. But we all need to see ourselves as leaders. Men, women, everyone needs to see yourself as a leader. And there are people around you who depend upon you, who need you to influence them to do the right thing. And how we do that starts with us recognizing that we have a responsibility to make the world a better place. We have a responsibility to take care of the people in our life. We have a responsibility to take care of ourselves so that we can be there to fulfill the job, the duties, the mission, the purpose that you have for your life. You need to lead yourself well. That's the first thing that a patriarch will do is to lead himself well. What you don't want to do is to let your mind get blurred or confused to think that you somehow have a right to because you're a man. And I think, honestly, most men don't think that way. I think there might be some out there. Those are the ones that make everybody all mad when we start talking about patriarchs, the people who try to tend to rule as though they somehow deserve it because they have a penis. That's not what makes you a leader. It's not. Your chromosomes aren't what makes you a leader. What makes you a leader is your heart to serve and influence the people in your life. Really, if you want to live in the fullness of what it means to be a patriarch, then you need to learn to live in the fullness of what it means to be a servant. To put others' needs before your own. Yes, to take care of yourself so that you can meet their needs. I'm not trying to say that, but you can't take care of your family if you don't take care of yourself. I understand that fully, 100%. But there's something about deferring your wants or the things that you need to make sure that you have met the needs of others around you. That's what service is. That's what leadership is. So if you want to be a patriarch, you need to start by serving your family, 
by serving your community, by serving the people you work with and work for. Not as a slave who's mistreated and taken advantage of. No, as someone who willingly and intentionally guides and protects and loves and teaches and serves. That's where we start. That's how we reclaim what it means to be a patriarch. That's where we reclaim it. So while the whole world may be going crazy right now and making up a whole bunch of baloney and telling you you need to accept it, who cares? Let them. The talking heads on the news can tell you whatever they want to tell you. You can have all that static and noise in your ear and in your social media feed. Who cares? Who cares? You want to change the culture? You think griping about all of the Marxism is going to change it? No. So yes, we talk about it. We're aware of it. We know what it is. You want to change the culture? You start by changing yourself to become better. You then move on out to the next level and you change your family for the better by leading them. You lead your community, your tribe of people, your workplaces. You want to see our culture change? Every man listening to this podcast, if every one of you lived out your purpose in a way that serves their community, that serves their neighbor, that serves their family, that influences them to make good and right decisions, that doesn't greedily take everything, mine, 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 but rather gives, protects, honors. That's how we change the culture. Anyway, guys, listen. I appreciate that you guys took the time to listen today. If you appreciate what you're getting from us here at Manlyhood, please leave a rating or a review on Spotify or iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a like, a thumbs up, subscribe to our channel, share this with a friend, help us get the word out about Manlyhood. And if you want to grow as a man and level up, go deeper than what we're doing here in this short podcast every week. You want to build community. You want to set goals and then have something to hold you accountable to keeping those goals. That's what we're working on as we're building out the Arrows and Iron Brotherhood. So it's coming soon. And I want you to be the first one to know about it. So go to manlyhood.com slash brotherhood and give me your email address and I'll let you know as soon as it's ready. Anyway, guys, I really love you guys and I care about you. And I'll see you next time. If you want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. And you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. This episode is produced by Hatcher Media for manlyhood.com. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to the show. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast.